0: Good evening, Catharsis. Welcome back to another episode. Last episode, we talked about what was, is, and will be. And I put a extreme stress on not worrying on what's next. In today's episode, I will teach you, just because you do not have to worry about what is tomorrow, it doesn't mean you can't be prepared for it. This is going to be how to foresee the future and prepare for it so you don't have to worry about what will happen now there's a difference between paranoia and a healthy dose of just worrying for example I'm worried about this big test coming up it's gonna be the final and it's gonna test me on everything I've learned in this class in this quarter now I can either choose to be anxious about it up until the test and basically be, what's the word, useless until then, or I can study and review maybe four hours, four hours total for the test, you know, not not just all in one, but maybe an hour a day for the next four days, and I have reviewed all of the course material, which means I'm up to date and I've prepared for the final. And if I've studied for everything, I should be okay. And because I spent that four hours, I don't have to, you know, if I had eight days, it's better than doing nothing, waiting, and thinking I'm, you know, I'm just going to have to wait until then because a different skill would be to see what's obviously how to plan ahead. But not all of the time we can do that, so. The best way to do things are to be prepared for almost every likely scenario. There are things that could happen and things that are out of the question. Whenever you walk into a new room with people you don't know, you think, what if everyone just stood up and pointed at and laughed at me? What are the chances everyone's coordinated enough to even do that in the first place? They probably don't even know each other, right? Context context matters it gives you the solution and the basically the study guide to to how to deal with something now you're given a book this is the beginning of the school year you're given a book or you can put this in a business like if you work a job you're given an assignment right you have something to do in the next year and you'll be quizzed or there will be some sort of trial at the end of the year based on what you've learned from what you need to do I'll just use a school example you have a book and in a year or at the end of the year at the end of the quarter you'll be quizzed on everything what you learned what you thought whatever typically teachers hand out a rubric rubric or a how they will grade your assignment for example um, allow me to just pull up my mine from Spanish. If I can even assign in, but teachers, when they know it will be grading something that is pretty impactful to your grade, they'll give you what they're looking for, which is basically what you need. That's the context um where is it here it is I think nope man where is it it is hmm whatever right for example they'll give you four grading areas you need these requirements and Failing to do so will land you a no pass. Well, okay, now you know what you need to do. Your next steps are to just go in and do it, or either plan when you can do it. To do it as quickly as possible will end your worries, because you've done it, you know? you have a year until you need to finish the book right that's that's all it is that's that's all you need to do is finish the book within a year or whatever time frame but you know there's going to be a quiz so your knowledge will be tested how can I prepare for this Um, you can there's a couple of options and try to apply this to whatever scenario you're in Um, you can read the book twice Make sure it's stabled into your mind. Or, while you read the book, at your own pace, you can take notes and then write what you think as you read it. Or, every time you finish a chapter, review the chapter. What I like to do when I read books just to remember them is after I finish, like, a chapter or two, I put it down and I try to memorize every event that happened, right, to the best of my ability. You can annotate, you can do all these things and that just prepares you even more. But the difference between, you know, this kind of um, worry and the other that I told you in the last episode is in the last episode when people think that there's so much things that they have to do, they freeze up like a deer in the headlights, right? They stop doing anything, but really all you need to do is something. In any scenario, if you can do something, you're doing, you're putting yourself forward. And if you can do enough of that within the time frame, you will finish it more likely early than doing it at the last moment. Right? Because if you have, oh, biggest example, when you go to college, most of your learning is self-taught. The teachers give you your quizzes and questions but you have the material to teach yourself some teachers go over some teachers don't lectures are big and that's all depend on the teacher's style of teaching but oftentimes you're to decide when you study you're not given any class time and it's all based on you and based on you is just based on how lazy you are. This is a good way to get lazy out of your thing. Even, well, in some cases for people who have ADHD, it's like a shark, right? When they start getting busy, they have to keep being busy. Otherwise, you know, they start getting distracted and they never get back to what they're doing, right? So you just keep going, you build up. It's kind of like speed, right? When you wanna be productive, you should build it up, right? You should be like, okay, I'm gonna start here And I'm going to keep going until it's either done or I'm out of time. And then give yourself breaks whenever you feel like you need it. Not, I I looked at the screen for two seconds and then I picked up my phone and I said I need a break. It's more like, okay, I've been working for two hours, 15, not even 15 minutes, but just 10 minutes in that time will feel like you'll just feel so good. And breaks should be at a max of 15 minutes in my opinion. Although I do it for 10, depends on if I'm meeting or not. And that's all based on, you know, what kind of person and needs you have. So just to review for a little bit, what do we need? Plan ahead. Be active. Okay. That, I think that's what we have. Plan ahead and be active. Next. I it's kind of I've kind of already like talked about it in the last two but it's knowing the battlefield knowing exactly when your deadlines are Planning ahead like I said, and then it's basically Charting how are you going to chart your way if you have a year to read a book? You have 12 months You read it in three months and in those three months you write notes the next three months you can create a final draft or draft and then whatever. Right. And then that's six months down and you have another six months to do whatever you can read the book again, do it again and see how it compares with how you read the first time. Or if you need to do all of that condensed, which is, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have a year to read a book, right? So it's, it's basically judging how much effort you're gonna need and how much, how, what it's gonna take to get you there. You know, like we said, planning ahead. Um, Being active, so making sure you're actually going out and doing whatever you need to do and then knowing the battlefield. If you can hear when the audio paused in the last two segments, or even if there is like a segment divider that you noticed, or even if this is just one smooth audio and you've never noticed that the audio breaks had two interruptions so far. So, okay, another review because I was interrupted. Right, so we have three things. One, be prepared. Well no. I can't even remember how I did it, but I think what we were talking about was knowing the battlefield. Right, because some teachers they say, okay, while we read the story, we're gonna every three chapters we're gonna do something. That was with my Spanish assignment. So what I did was I read the three assignments or the three chapters and then if there were assignments based on the chapters, I would do them immediately. I, would, I wouldn't read the three chapters. Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. No, I need it to be as fresh in my mind. A lot of the times people tell you in academics, you're not learning anything. You're just testing, you know, your ability to remember things. And that's really what it is. I, I think I've said in the previous episode, memory is a trick and faulty thing. Right? you even if something that happened last week you might not remember like an event that happened directly you might not remember everything that happened in it which is why you need to do things relatively within the same time span or as quickly as close together as you can right because i might miss a detail or two if i wait a day or if i take a if i just wait a day right so i read the three chapters I wait a day because I do some other stuff. And then if I try to do the assignment for those three chapters, I might not remember everything. And then I have to read back. Right. And another style of kind of studying. Um, this, this might only be for, I guess, book, book reviews or whatnot. But when you write out everything you're thinking, when you write, you're thinking more, cohesively i think is the word you're writing more thoroughly and your thoughts when when you think and you speak you're thinking half thoughts and speaking quarter thoughts right but when you have to write your thinking and then you're writing it and then you're creating like a physical proof to what you thought right because there's there's a difference between if i say um last week I took a walk and I I saw a cat or something right I saw uh a dude selling hot dogs right but if I write that down after I see it I go back to where I wrote it and then I say I read it you know from wherever I wrote it down and I I can read it exact details because I just saw it and then I wrote it down I said a week ago I saw a blue striped uniform wearing hot dog seller sending a selling two hot dogs with relish mayonnaise and ketchup to a businessman on the streets of new york right i remember more details because i wrote it down and then i don't have to rely on my own personal memory right because humans can be a very humans make mistakes we all make mistakes which is why you want to prepare for these human inadequacies because you can't rely on you know everything to be like just come from you right a lot of the times students are shocked when they get to college and difficulties like spiked, right? So Because you have to do so much more things and differently in college. And that's something I can't really advocate for because I don't know really. But essentially many different ways to prepare for what's coming up. And the best way to do it is now okay cool schedules are a big thing although if you can't really stick to something and you're more um fluctuating or how do I say if you just do things at a whim well not at a whim but you just don't have a schedule you like the free form of things right the free form of life it's the best way to order you still need to have some system dedicate some parts of yourself right say okay I need I need to right there's no I want to I need to because you have these responsibilities I need to have finished these assignments and then I can do whatever and then reward yourself with small things don't go overboard um, Really, you'll know what you need when you need it. And all you need to do is plan ahead for it. So, hmm. Let me think if there's anything else I need to tell you. Be organized. One thing that organization does is keep you stable right because if you do everything at the last second let's say you, you need those last moments before a test and so you can't do that last minute study thing then you're out of luck can't study in the last 10 minutes because something happens right you need to have you have some very important things to do and then you don't have those last 10 minutes that's why you do it before And then that creates you more time later on instead of wasting what you have right now, which is a resource. Time is a resource. Right? Try to plan more productive days than I call them days of leisure or free time. You always want to be doing something productive. So, that is how to deal with what is. Hopefully you can deal with more of your future problems or plan ahead for them. Know the road, know the path. And there are no surprises. And even, you can even anticipate those surprises. Right? I know in the future, um, this is a personal case, but I'm going to be doing like two programs at the same time, two summer programs at the same time. And so instead of choosing to do one in person, which then limits me to when the teacher teaches and assigns me those things, I've opted to do the virtual version, which allows me to take the time management into my hands, which means I can finish the course before the teacher finishes teaching it in person. right? Or if I get busy with the other course, I can plan all of those things ahead. And so I'm, what I like to do is I, I plan to finish things by a certain time. And then if I do, if I'm, I, I always try to finish it early. So I have time for other things, right? Because let's say I run into a road bump, right? And I, I can't finish it early. Then I have all that time that I wanted to do it early to do it later, to do it then instead of having more free time. Cause when, you know, if you finish early, you're opening up more free time, more free time for whatever not not doing nothing in the free time but either taking a break or then moving on to something else that needs to be done because there's always something to be done even when you don't have a responsibility there's something to be done right so hopefully you learned something from this episode thank you for listening to another week and i will see you guys next week